Old pears, indeed. I can't think for the life of me why they call them that. More trouble than they're worth, if you ask me. The trouble was, Tunbridge thought, that nobody was asking her. If you asked Mabel for anything, she would give it to you, whether it was a rock cake or a piece of advice. Her mind, she called the latter. He wondered whether he might be so bold as to bring up the subject with Miss Rachel, and decided he would have to wait until the right occasion presented itself, which meant, he secretly knew, that nothing would induce him to bring it up at all. He did his best to help. This morning he had brought in the wood for the fires. The small ration of coal had gone by Boxing Day, if not the coke for the kitchen range. He'd gone to battle to fetch the meat and groceries, brought in the potatoes and onions that McAlpine had dug up, and fetched Miss Sidney's prescription from the chemist. Then it was time for a break before the family's lunch, which had been laid by Eileen, the dining room for the grown-ups and the hall for the children and old pairs, two foreign girls who'd washed up breakfast, breaking two cups and a jug, and were now rather sulkily making the beds. It was Miss Rachel who had hired them, and she said she had explained to them that they were required to lend a hand to anything that was needed but they had to have a lot of time off to learn English, and they seemed to spend most of that washing their hair, painting their nails, and complaining of being cold. The house was overflowing. In the old days, one family at least would have been in Manor Farm, the place down the road, but it had been let. He counted them now. Mr. and Mrs. Hugh, with their two boys and the little girl, and of course young Mr. William, Mr. and Mrs. Rupert, with Miss Juliet, and the little boy with that rat. Mr. Lestrange and Miss Clary, with their two children. And, of course, Miss Rachel and her friend Miss Sidney. It was a good thing that Mr. Edward and the new Mrs. Edward were staying in their own house with their lot, and Lady Fakenham likewise. Well, there simply wasn't room for them, although Mr. Edward had brought some of the family over for Boxing Day tea. Mabel was a wonder, the way she went on producing meals for everyone, but her feet were something awful in the evenings now. He had to admit that the ladies all helped, though. Not like the old days. You'd never have caught Mrs. Senior or Miss Rachel with a hoover. Then there had been a proper staff, and ladies had simply sewed or gone for walks, played tennis, and had afternoon rests. Except for Mrs. Senior, who couldn't keep out of the garden. Better get going. He swallowed the last piece of cheese tart, brushed the crumbs from his trousers, and passed some wind before leaving the snug little room adjoining the kitchen that had always been Mabel's. Many a nervous snack he'd had there with him explaining the state of the world, about which she, being a woman, knew very little. In the kitchen, he found Mr. Rupert's little boy, asking what was for lunch. Macaroni cheese and treacle sponge, she told him. She was beating up the sponge mixture in an enormous bowl. Oh, good, I love treacle sponge. The thing is, he climbed onto a kitchen chair next to her, I wonder if it would be all right for me to have a bit of cheese without the macaroni, just a small bit. He was stroking her arm. It's not for me, I love macaroni cheese. It's for rivers. And who is he when he's at home? He's my friend. Actually, he's a rat, 
but he's not like most rats. Don't you dare bring him in my kitchen. I won't. He quietly thrust his hand down into the deep pocket inside which rivers usually travelled, and kept it there. Just a small bit, and he doesn't mind rind. He'd got one knee on the table and was holding her arm and looking up into her face. It was too much for her. She put down her spoon and went to the larder. While she was getting the cheese, he put his finger into the mixing bowl and scraped out a finger load, which he quickly ate. It was delicious, almost nicer than when it was cooked. She came back with a generous piece of cheddar. Now be off with you and don't...